Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. This is Mama J. Welcome back to Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio, what I like to call Slut Radio. We're here today to do the obligatory Christmas podcast. Why am I calling it that? Well, if you think about it, whether you're in a school group or a community theater group, if you are watching a sitcom or a drama, dramedy, so many things, you have to have a Christmas episode. You have to have this. So because I celebrate Christmas and because I do a podcast, this is the obligatory Christmas podcast. And I don't have a whole lot for you today. I know that we've got better things to do than sit around and listen to me. But uh, I'm going to share a couple of Christmas stories with you, maybe even a sexy one. I'm going to go ahead and give you my contact info at the end of the show. Uh, But if you want to poke around while you're listening to me, uh, just blather on about Christmas, go to slutradio.fun. And that will take you to all my social media links. So slutradio.fun. And I also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very selfish and ask for you guys to wish me some belated luck. You know that I'm doing this podcast on my own. And right now, I've been trying desperately to come up with a way to add music to my show. I think I have it figured out now. I've been trying for a little while But a lot of the time, it's just beyond me to comprehend this this fascinating and wonderful technology. It's it's terrifying to me. So hopefully, as you're listening to me, you're hearing something very nice and soft in the background that's Christmassy. So if not, well, wish me luck again. And if if there is music and my voice and both are playing at appropriate levels, give me a, give me a yay, Mama J. Okay, I appreciate it. You'll never know how much. Most of you who have listened to me before know that I do give shout outs. I, I, I think I said I wasn't going to do that. And I typically don't do individual people, but Sometimes I found it necessary to let somebody know that I'm thinking about them or something along those lines. But in this this episode, I've got two, two shout outs to give. And the first one is just going to be simply to everyone, everyone in existence. Big shout out to you, because even if you don't celebrate Christmas, I do. And it's my hope that humanity is not beyond saving. So that's my hope, and you get my shout out, whether you're all the way from the International Space Station to the people in submarines under the ocean. So everybody, everybody gets a shout out from me today. But one person in particular is going to get a big shout out. I'm calling this, okay, little little background here. Anybody who's listened to more than one podcast of mine knows that I have the hots for Dave Portnoy. I'm not going to try and hide it. Yes, I do. I have the hots for him. And if I ever met him, I would probably go, Ugh. 
because that's just the kind of nerd I am. I have the hots for him, and he is just, I find him very fascinating, very good looking, very, very a lot of things. He checks a lot of boxes for me, and that's, that's just Dave's persona. I don't know Dave, but Dave gets a shout out from me on every podcast. Well, it's the obligatory Christmas podcast, so... It's time for the obligatory Dave Portnoy shout-out. I've made a poem this time, and hopefully, hopefully you guys will enjoy it, and hopefully someone will get this back to him, and maybe, just maybe, I'll have a Dave Portnoy under my tree for Christmas. We'll see. All right. The obligatory Dave Portnoy shout-out which is an original work by me, Mama J. Twas the week of Christmas and I was in a hurry. About my podcast, I did worry. I needed a rhyme about this wicked, sexy dude. But whatever I said came out lascivious and rude. I needed something a little more tame to make my point, but without sounding lame. Whilst puzzling and thinking about this dilemma, I wondered what it was about this one fella. He gives pizza reviews, he founded Barstool Sports. Or was it that accent, I wondered, from so far up north? He's a smart, funny guy, sarcastic and wise. Fiji over water bungalow blue are his eyes. Hmm. So wear a Santa hat, Dave, and nothing else, please and go full Monty on me on that night Christmas Eve. In front of the fire we'll fall to the floor, hot yet tender till we can take no more. This year I've been bad, yes it's true, yet I can be badder, Dave, I want to with you. So meet with me, Dave, get it over and done. Chances are we'll have shit tons of fun. And when we're done and go separate ways, I'll remember you, mister, till the end of my days. So give me a chance, Dave. What do you say? Please be my gift this holiday. And whether you don't or whether you do, merriest of merries and happy holidays to you. Okay, now somebody make sure Dave gets that. That was just a little something I did in the, in, in the tradition of the Grinch and Twas the Night Before Christmas. I kind of combined those, those two and then just stuffed poor Dave Portnoy in there, but hopefully he won't issue any kind of injunction against me. But, okay, there we go. That was my uh, obligatory Dave Portnoy shout-out. Original work by Mama J. So, I want to know, now we've, we've talked about Dave Portnoy being under my tree, and we've had that, uh, that little poem, so are you guys planning anything sexy for Christmas? Do you have a sexy vacation that you're going on? Do you have sexy lingerie that you've unwrapped? Ooh, do you have a, a new sex toy maybe that you unwrapped that you're going to share with your significant other? Oh, and by the way, I don't like to use S.O. 
I, I will continue to say significant other even though SO is shorter because when I was a kid, SO was a gas station. So anyway, so if your significant other got you lingerie or a new sex toy or you're on one of these um, exclusive vacations, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I want to hear about it. So y'all definitely let me know. I don't have a whole lot of uh, sexy Christmas stories. And uh, I realized earlier tonight that when I was married, Christmas was work for me. It really was. Christmas was work for me. So I don't have a whole lot of, of sexy memories. But if y'all could, could lend me yours, that would be amazing. I would like to hear about some of your sexy mistletoe adventures and your, your lovemaking under the tree or in front of the fireplace or, or just, it doesn't even have to be you and anybody else. You can tell me about your elfing yourself. But yeah, I'd like to hear about those, and not just because I'm some, you know, creepy schizoid. I'm just interested in sex. You guys know this by now. Now, as for me, I didn't have enough uh, dinero left in my budget after I... Well, okay, I did. I could have bought myself... One of these things I've been wanting for a long time is a beautiful, beautiful glass dildo. Sadly, I had a funeral to attend, and I needed to buy makeup. I, and don't get me wrong, I, I don't typically spend huge amounts of money on makeup, but what I needed, I knew I was going to be bawling my eyes out at this funeral, so what I needed was makeup that was going to stay on. And so I took my dildo money, my Christmas dildo money, and I spent it on makeup, but it was worth it. It stayed on my face, which was good. And when I cry, I get very, a very blotchy face. And it helped to even out my skin tone. And my mascara? My mascara didn't run. I was impressed as fuck. But no, I didn't have enough money left over for the beautiful, beautiful glass dildo. It is. It's beautiful, the one that I want. It looks like a piece of artwork. You could just leave it laying around wherever, and I don't think anybody would comment on it and say, Oh my God, that's a glass dildo. It's, it's really pretty. So I, I don't have any. I've got one. I've got one kind of sexy Christmas story, but... It happened so long ago that I honestly, honestly don't remember very much about it. But I'll be happy to share it with you. Um, I'm going to pause right here and go get a drink because I'm <clears throat> thirsty. I'll be back. Ah, there we go. All right, my darlings, I'm back. I am a little bit less parched. <clears throat> Still have phlegm in my throat. I'd rather have other things in my throat, but that's okay. Oh, goodness. I'm trying to get my notes to come up here because I've had to start using notes. I just, I, I felt like the format was a little too 
all over the place. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying very hard to be more of something that you want to listen to. If, if you guys want to give me any feedback, that's great. Anyway, so I've pulled my notes up and I, I see where I was before I got up to get my drink. And um, I was on this, this one sexy memory that I've got of a uh, Christmas past. Back when I was in college, I had a boyfriend and he and I were possibly the most two sexually compatible people I've ever thought of. Uh, he was certainly the most sexually compatible person I had until I met a particular friends of benefits, friends with benefits. I always do friends of benefits. I don't know why. But for the longest time, my college boyfriend and I had the record in my mind. And still and yet, even with this friend with benefits that I had, he and I were still, he, he, he was a great lover. He really was. But my college boyfriend, I think that we just were in sync. We really were. Everything that we did, everything that we wanted, everything that we tried. And most of the times we were in sync with each other. There were a few times that we weren't. But there was this one Christmas that he got me like a weekend job. It was like at a mall or, or something. It was through a friend of his mother's. He was doing this to earn some Christmas money. And he thought that I would like to do the same. And he was right because I didn't have any money to get my family gifts. So I did take this job with him. It was just a weekend thing. It was one weekend, I think. And I think he did it for two or three weekends, but they only needed me for one. And I took it. I took what I could get. And um, the job, he and I had to be there at the same time. And he, his family lived closer to where it was than my family did. My family did not live in Knoxville. They lived about a half an hour away from where this job was going to be. And my boyfriend's mother very kindly offered to let me stay the weekend with them. And she made up a bed for me on the couch downstairs. Now, this couch first of all, was huge. It was about the size because it, it was a sectional sofa and it had all the ottomans that go in the center. So it was like a double bed almost. It felt like a king-size couch. I, I, I don't know how else to describe it, but it was huge. So there was that. There was a wood-burning stove not a not a fireplace but a wood-burning stove because the downstairs was a finished basement and it got cold down there so they kept it heated that way and it was toasty warm toasty warm and they had the Christmas tree down there now if you listened to my baby it's cold outside episode you know how I feel about that ambient Christmas tree lighting. The Christmas tree lights were just so, so sexy. 
and so beautiful and those were the only lights that were on down there and because the stove was a wood-burning stove and not a fireplace there were you know there was no firelight there was only the Christmas tree light and it was just perfect and the boyfriend came downstairs to make sure I had everything I needed and well I do remember we just ended up on that couch and made passionate passionate love and I remember that it had to be quick because members of his family were awake and roaming the house so this would have been very easy to get caught <laughs> we didn't at least not that I know of somebody may have come downstairs and seen us I don't know oh what a good memory what a good memory and I don't all I remember was that it was very fast and very satisfactory I remember it's very satisfactory so yes I, I guess I came but and I know he did I remember that um yes but <laughs> I mm, I don't have a lot of details I really don't I mean I don't remember and this was one of the things about this young man and I being so sexually in sync often we did not need foreplay now I know foreplay is a big deal and you know, people want to give women a hard time because we like foreplay. Well, that's okay. But often he and I just didn't need it. We could just get right to the, right to the main course and just sink our teeth in. And that's what we did that night. And it was very quick and very, very satisfactory. Oh my goodness. So that's my, that's my only really sexy memory I have of, of any Christmas's past. My my ex-husband and I had our first kiss on Christmas Eve, but that's more of a romantic story. And, and then he turned into my husband, which turned into my ex-husband. So I don't think I just, I don't, I don't want to go down that path right now. But it, it was romantic and it was sweet. And it was my first kiss with the man that would eventually become my husband and the father of my child and so on and so forth. So... I had an epiphany earlier tonight that when I was married, and I honestly didn't really, I've been divorced for, do the math, I think three years now, three or four, I, it, it, whatever, but Christmas when I was married was not fun. Christmas was work for me, and for some reason, a lot of it fell upon my shoulders even though the husband and I had I guess what is traditionally looked at as a traditional marriage per se for a long time I was a stay-at-home mom which is what I had wanted so it just seems like everything kind of fell to me to do. I, I don't know. I honestly don't remember if it was something I decided to take on or if I just did these things. I, I really don't know. I, I, 
Anyway, but it, it Christmas was work for me because I did the Christmas cards and I decorated the Christmas tree and it, well, hubby would help me decorate the Christmas tree, but after after Darling Daughter came along, I think he kind of bowed out and let she and I decorate the tree, if I'm remembering correctly. So, so I had the tree, and I had the cards, and then I had, you know, the rest of the house to decorate. I always had candles in the windows, and, you know, this, that, and the other. But the main thing I did was bake. Oh my goodness, that's, that's what I did. I just baked my full head off. And it wasn't so much that it was expected of me, it was something that I enjoyed doing. And in fact, the hubby used to try and lose weight going up to the holidays because he knew that I was going to be baking so much and he did not have the heart or the willpower, I think, to tell me, hey, don't do this, I'm getting fat, or don't do this, I want to watch my weight, or whatever. He'd bitch about it afterward, about me making all these goodies, but he never told me not to make them either. But that's what I did. I Christmas was work for me, and then in addition to all of that, I, I always did something special for Christmas dinner. Most of the time, it was a turkey, but there were other times I did something that I didn't cook very often that I knew the family would like to eat. But this year, I do remember it was a turkey. And when I made turkey, I made everything that went with it from scratch. That included the dressing. I made make southern-style dressing, and I stuffed the bird with... Uh, stuffing so I have cornbread dressing I have regular stuffing in the bird I make homemade rolls that were my mother-in-law's specialty I got that recipe down right and I have passed that down to darling daughter so she can honor her Nana and she's already done that this Christmas anyway but it was Nana's recipe yes um, and uh, they're very good rolls and I, I had stayed up on this Christmas, this Christmas Eve, and I had I'd stayed up, I was trying to, I'd gotten all my baking done and out of the way, I'd, all the cookies were done, the Rice Krispie Treats were done, the icing was done, you know, for the cookies. What else did I make? Pies, banana breads, uh, things like that. The, that. All of that was out of the way. Every, all the desserts were ready for Christmas Day. You know, like I said, we'd been eating Christmas cookies for weeks before that. So all of that was good, but I had to get everything pre-made for Christmas dinner because we had a toddler and Christmas morning was going to be hectic and we wanted to eat some kind of dinner around early afternoon to mid-afternoon, sometime between two and three. That way we could go back and nibble on the leftovers when we were hungry and not have to worry about a big meal. You know, so we'd kind of have leftovers already on Christmas Day. Anyway, that was my plan. So 
I stayed up on Christmas Eve into Christmas morning. I got to see Santa Claus and all the gifts he left for Darling Daughter. I'm just going to start calling her Dee Dee. Darling Daughter, Dee Dee. Okay. So we're going to do that. We're going to call Darling Daughter Dee Dee. Okay, so I saw everything, you know, that Santa Claus put up under the tree for Dee Dee and noticed that her stocking was full before I went to bed. But that Christmas Eve slash Christmas morning, I stayed up and I made the stuffing and I made the cornbread dressing and I made the rolls. This is all the stuff that I could do in advance. And that way I would have time on Christmas Day to play with darling daughter, Dee Dee, and spend time with my family and hopefully maybe do some of the things or play with some of the things or whatever I got for Christmas because uh, I didn't know what I was going to get either. Uh, so I, I did, but I wanted to spend Christmas Day with my family, not in the kitchen. I did not want to be in the kitchen. I did not want to spend Christmas Day in the kitchen. I just wanted to spend it with my family. So I made everything in advance that I could. Well, at one point, the hubs came out to the kitchen to find out when I was going to come to bed. He's like, you realize Dee Dee is going to be up in just a few hours. And I said, yeah, 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 I know. I'm not going to leave the kitchen in a mess. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to clean it up in the morning, too. So just go back to bed. I'll be there. Don't worry about me. Blah, blah, blah. I ended up staying awake until about 4 a.m. on Christmas morning. And all I was doing was trying to get the Christmas dinner stuff ready and then clean that mess up. So I was up till 4 a.m. And when I finally got in bed, I think I just passed out. I don't think there was any falling asleep involved. I think I just kind of passed out. But I remember Didi coming in to get me. The one rule that, that we had, the hubby and I, on Christmas morning, the sun had to be up. There could not be, if the sun wasn't up, we weren't up. That was the rule. And I, I always thought that was kind of fair. Because I used to wake my parents up. It felt like the middle of the night. But Dee Dee respected the one rule. So she, uh, she didn't toddle herself downstairs until the sun came up. And she must have been either two or three this, this particular Christmas. And... I remember hearing her come into the bedroom. I didn't open my eyes. I remember I tried. I tried to open my eyes. I tried to be mom. I tried to get up. I tried to do this thing that my daughter needed me to do. I couldn't do it. Folks, I could not get my butt out of that bed. So the hubby actually got up. And he said something along the lines of, let's let mommy sleep for a little bit. And he asked me if it was okay if he helped her, you know, get her stocking down off the mantle. And if there was anything in there that she couldn't have until I was awake. And I'm like, no, 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 that's fine. You guys do the stocking. 
so they they did uh, they they peeked in her stocking and she he let her have some candy uh, for breakfast and he even I, I, I know that she kept asking for him to wake me up I know she did she had to she was an excitable toddler and he ended up giving her some breakfast I don't think he actually cooked her scrambled eggs or anything but I think maybe he let her eat a Christmas cookie in addition to the candy which this is fine on Christmas morning I don't care if she eats a cookie or eggs I don't care so or I didn't I I don't I still don't so eventually though she came back to wake me up and I remember hearing her whisper mommy mommy wake up mommy wake up mommy I want you to see what Santa brought me mommy see what Santa brought me mommy Santa brought me and she kept saying over and over you gotta see what Santa brought me you gotta see what Santa brought me I tried to open my eyes I really did and I just couldn't do it finally after enough whispering I managed to do it I managed to open my eyes and I screamed I screamed in holy terror she had received for Christmas from Santa Claus a stick horse that boys and girls can ride and pretend to be a cowboy or a cowgirl and this horse was now laying on top of the covers with its head on my pillow facing me scared the bejesus out of me and she thought it was just the funniest thing ever that she had managed to scare me on Christmas morning and she didn't understand that I was thinking of the Godfather okay I thought something was going on <laughs> um I think it's time for me to go check up under my tree and see if Dave is there cross your fingers babies I hope he is I hope he is now get your pens your pencils your paper your note app whatever you need I'm getting ready to give you my social media info, and there's a bit of it. Remember, all the pages aren't done yet. I'm, I'm still, again, trying to do this. I want to do it right. I don't, and, and two, it, it intimidates me, and I'm, I'm trying to get over that as well. So, follow me on Twitter at slutradio1, the number one. My Instagram is slut underscore radio. My Snapchat is Slut Radio, just all one word, Slut Radio. My Facebook page is at Slut Radio 96. So check back on those and keep on with the, the following and the liking and everything. Because y'all are just awesome and I'm glad that you're in my corner. Thank you thank you and uh, I've got one more thing to tell you I have a, a special episode being released at noon today and it's called blue Christmas and yes it's my follow-up to Black Friday it is about depression and 
any other kind of mental illness you want to plug in there. I don't know if it fits every scenario, but I need everybody, everybody with a mental illness who's out there to know that they are not alone. And it's okay to, to have this thing going on in your head. It's not like you can help it. So if you have something like this going on in your head, feel free to listen to it. If you know somebody who has one of these disorders, an eating disorder, some anxiety, some depression, whether it's situational or, or major depressive disorder, if they are bipolar, if any of this and so many so many more forms of mental illness out there if you know somebody that has one of these issues or more one or more of these issues because i have more than just my depression but if you want to know how to talk to them and what they need from you you might want to listen if you think the podcast might help them send it to them in a text i i think you can do that with podcasts but anyway so it's called blue christmas it's a follow-up to uh, black friday and this is mama J telling you bye bye babies i am out